on 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This this is Newstalk. Starting with the uh, Irish Independent this morning, they've done an analysis of crime figures, a special report which shows that actually cities outside of Dublin have recorded the highest spike in crime rates compared to pre-pandemic levels. An analysis of crime figures reveals that 252 out of 564 Garda stations nationwide witnessed crime levels in 2022 that were beyond pre-pandemic levels. So nothing to do with the pandemic. Obviously, things were a bit quieter on the crime front back then. But this is actually before COVID hit. Stations in cities like Cork, Limerick and Waterford had the highest increases in crime. Uh, homicides are on the increase, but fraud has dropped. Uh, so that's a big deep dive analysis over two pages in the Irish Independent. The Irish Examiner has an interview with Minister Simon Coveney today. He says he's not going anywhere. Uh, obviously, Fine Gael has suffered a mini exodus of people standing down at the next election, but Simon Coveney is putting to bed rumours. Apparently, there were rumours in Cork that he was not going to run or he was going to change constituencies. But Minister Coveney says that's not true. He's not going anywhere. Uh, He's also asked about his uh, views on abortion and he is maintaining his belief in the three-day wait on abortion, which obviously is a big debate at the moment. The Examiner also has a story about an elderly woman who died alone in a Cork hospital who had made a 999 call to Gardaí from the hospital ward asking them not to forget her. The details in this are absolutely heartbreaking. Alice Donovan, aged 78, was in hospital uh, from December 27th, 2020 until her death from COVID in the early hours of January 30th, 2021. And her daughter, Alison, has been fighting since then to find out what happened during her mother's time in hospital and what prompted her mother to phone Gardaí. You can read more about that on the front of the examiner. A spokesperson for Mercy University Hospital says that they can't comment on individual cases. The Daily Mail looks at the NCT again. Minister uh, Jack Chambers wants to fine the company. Um, The company operating the NCT service is to be hit with millions of euros in penalties for chaos in the system. Minister Jack Chambers describing attempts by Aplus to run the service as a complete failure as motorists face months of delays in getting a test. Some are facing a wait of up to 200 days for an appointment there. Um, Minister Jack Chambers speaking out yesterday saying that the service is a complete failure. Now, the company itself, Aplus, who won the... uh, the contract to run the NCT is saying that three and a half thousand drivers a week aren't showing up for the test. So that's certainly contributing to delays. I saw an interesting one actually yesterday on Twitter. Someone was tweeting that when they lived in England, your MOT over there, they could get it done in their local car garage. And they're wondering, could this not be done in Ireland too, that you outsource it to car garages around the country and they do the NCT for you rather than having NCT centres, which certainly is an interesting idea. I wasn't aware of that in the UK, but apparently that's what happens, uh, certainly in some parts of the UK anyway. Obviously, the tabloids go with the Liam Byrne arrest. So the Irish Daily Mirror, last supper for Kinahan Chief Byrne, the Irish Daily Star, would Sir care to see the Ala Cartel 
menu, Spanish restaurant swoop after gangster Liam jets in from Dubai and the Irish son, sunburned Kinahan mob chief nailed in Spain, obviously out at a restaurant on a Sunday evening when he was arrested there. And um, the papers looking at this and some of them reminding us as well that uh, his son is in a relationship with Stephen Gerrard's daughter. And of course, no suggestion of any impropriety um, or criminal activity or anything involving those three people. But just, I suppose, the tabloids in particular would be interested in a link between him and Stephen Gerrard, a family link there. The Irish Times goes with the number of people suffering serious, often life-changing injuries in road crashes has almost tripled over the past 10 years. Details provided by the RSA show that between 2013 and 2022, 10,906 people have been seriously hurt on Irish roads and these are figures that you don't normally hear. Obviously we hear about the deaths on our roads but you don't hear about the life-changing injuries that some people suffer there and we've thousands seriously hurt on our roads. Obviously the Leaving Cert gets underway tomorrow. We're told in the Irish Times that the number of students sitting the Leaving Cert who are availing of special arrangements on the grounds of a learning disability has climbed to a record high. Almost 25,000 students, that's one in five, were granted accommodations That's things like having um, a spelling waiver or maybe having a reader, a reading assistance. That was last year, 25,000 students. So obviously the figure going up seems to be going up every year. So for this year's Leaving Cert, there'll be even more students with learning disabilities who will get um, special arrangements or exemptions or things like that. Now, inside the Irish Independent, interesting one from a sleep expert. You should move into a separate bedroom from your partner. It will improve your marriage rather than end it. This is a leading sleep scientist, Professor Russell Foster, director of the Sleep and Circadian Neuroscience Institute at Oxford University. So clearly a very smart professor who is urging long-suffering partners to throw away the earplugs. He says too many people are anxious that sleeping in separate bedrooms is a sign that the love is gone and says that it would uh, be a good idea, particularly if your partner snores. And he also says that you should delete these useless sleep apps that so many people have where they wake up and the first thing they do is see how they slept rather than go, do I feel, uh, you know, rested or whatever. They go to the phone straight away and see how they slept. So separate bedrooms could make you happier. Now, obviously, this morning, all over the papers again after Holly Willoughby's um, <clears throat> uh, speech yesterday. And we now have ITV going before a committee uh, before politicians. So if you're sick of hearing about this morning, there's going to be a lot more about it after that appearance. The Daily Telegraph has six questions that ITV needs to answer there, including who knew what and when. Uh, They're also wondering in the papers, did ITV tread lightly because they were worried they could be accused of homophobia with regard to Philip Schofield and the affair with a younger male colleague? And really people want to know, was there a cover-up? But I think more so people are probably sick of hearing about this morning 
uh, and like Holly Willoughby's statement yesterday was incredibly dramatic but sort of asking were we all okay it felt a bit like she was our therapist or something someone else was saying it felt like the way a parent would explain to a seven year old that the family dog has died the way that Holly Willoughby kind of spoke yesterday it was a Good performance, a little bit wooden, I suppose, um, and that's in the tele- Telegraph and pretty much every paper this morning. Finally, the weather, all wondering when's it going to last uh, until what's the story with it. The star says temperatures could go up to 26 degrees this weekend and go higher next week. Uh, it looks like we're heading towards an official heat wave, but also we've the news in the star, Met Aaron revealing that the entire country could be declared in a drought in the coming days. 26 degrees forecast for Saturday. But interestingly enough, despite the fact that it's been declared a drought, no talk at the moment of water restrictions or a hosepipe ban or things like that. So just enjoy the weather if you can. Looks like Thursday, Friday, things might change a little bit, but then by the weekend, it's going to be very warm again. And also the star says that beachgoers are are being warned that there's a shortage of lifeguards in some areas of the country, some recruitment issues, so some of the less popular beaches could be unsupervised. So that's something to consider if you're out and about and going to the seaside. Anyway, those are the stories making the headlines. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is Newstalk.